Welcome to the That Healing Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Faith Ashenden, founder, CEO, and master mindset coach. I'm obsessed with helping you awake the healer within yourself so that you can step into a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. Join me in training your brain, rewiring your subconscious, and changing your inner world so that you can heal. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the That Healing Feeling Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. I'm coming from my um, headphones actually today because my mic is being super finicky and I basically wanted to record for you yesterday and it wouldn't work, ordered new parts. It's still not working. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to make this podcast happen and we're going to do it with headphones. And, you know, we'll just try again (laughs) later this week with some different equipment. But um, it just goes to show when there's a will, there's a way you make it happen. You want to start a podcast? Get yourself a pair of headphones. I use the iPhone wired headphones and it's not perfect, but it works. So why the hell not? So we're making it happen. (laughs) I'm excited about this podcast because it's a question I've been getting asked a lot We're just um, rounding off the launch of the last HTA. And we have had so many conversations with our amazing clients. And we were getting a lot of the same questions. So I thought, you know what? This is a really good opportunity to just actually record a full-on podcast for anyone who's wondering this. Because obviously, this is like a common question. And interestingly a question that is answered differently throughout different brain training programs. (gasps) So I'm excited to get into it. But before I do, I just want to say thank you so much um, for the past month-ish of launch. Um, If you've been listening to the episodes, we have been launching the last group coaching program of 2022. It was so much fun because there was a lot of traction with everyone wanting to make sure they got in the last cohort, plural, because we had to actually launch not one, not two, but three cohorts because we had so much traction this time around. And already the group is buzzing. It kicked off yesterday. Oh my God, I just love it so much. Like just the energy and the private Slack group and the calls. It is it's healing and transformative. So um, if you're in the community, if you're on the email list, if you're on social media and you've been following along the journey and you've been listening in and all of that, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. The energy has been really carrying me through the third trimester, (laughs) which is where I'm at right now. And you know, I've been kind of sharing. I'm not going to share too much about the third trimester because I think I'm just going to do like an actual podcast or maybe a few about how I'm preparing from like a nervous system standpoint. Um, But I don't want to kind of like talk too much about that for people who just don't care. (laughs) Um, That's always the thing with like life events. Like sometimes people are like, okay, I'm not here for your life. I'm here for brain training faith. So (laughs) be concise. So we're going to stick on topic for this and we'll record another one for pregnancy related things. So this is very much very much a brain training episode. Um, But less actually training you and more ensuring you have a foundational understanding of what we're actually doing here. Because as you are doing interviews for HTA, 
we found that there are a lot of other brain training programs right now also filling up their programs. I didn't ask my clients where they were interviewing elsewhere, but they were also doing other interviews. And they came back to me and said, Faith, there's conflicting information. And this is what I found really interesting. The biggest question we got, you guys, this is the biggest question of anyone looking to invest in a brain retraining program was, does brain training cure symptoms or does it just convince you that they are gone? This is the question I kept getting over and over again. And it was only a question for those who'd been interviewing with other programs. Okay? And so I found that to be so interesting because I truly thought, perhaps naively, that there was just like one obvious answer to this question. But there are other people out there teaching this differently. So I'm going to dive into how we answer this question at That Healing Feeling and really the logic behind it. And I'm such a huge believer in how I'm answering this question. Like, I'm such a huge believer in this being really the foundation that everything I teach is built upon. So this is so important to me, getting crystal clear on this. And I think also making sure that anyone who's interested in brain training like truly understands this is so important because you need to understand the science and the logic and the principles behind why you're doing what you're doing. It's so intrinsically tied into your motivation for getting up every day and doing it. Um, So it is actually really, really important. Okay. So what is the answer? Here's my answer. My answer to the question, does brain training cure symptoms or convince you they're gone? Black and white, it's curing symptoms. I'm not in the business of trying to trick you or teaching you to trick your body. I don't think that this is authentic and honest and in alignment with integrity. And everything that we do at That Healing Feeling is 100% in alignment with true healing and true integrity and masses amounts of respect for your body. Okay. So we're not in the business of like trying to lie to our body. That's not what we're doing. (laughs) We're doing the opposite. We're actually increasing and strengthening the communication between the different layers of the mind um, and the nervous system. Okay. So we're creating a better, stronger, more authentic relationship. And that's what brain training is doing. Because if you think about it, brain training is communicating through your conscious mind to your nervous system, right? To get your nervous system into a regulated state. In essence, that's what you're doing when you're brain training. So it is about strengthening that communication in a really authentic way, in a really honest way, so that those two parts of who you are trust each other. And when there's that level of trust, the nervous system can relax and behave accordingly. So it's really important that we have that respect for our body and we operate always in alignment with integrity and honesty because ultimately that is where true healing lies. And, you know, we talk about this as the cornerstone of what I teach, that we are looking for mind, body, and spirit healing. There is no such thing as separation for example, of mind and body. And so a lot of my clients, I would say probably 90% as a loose figure who come to me have really worked on the physical stand, like, you know, the physical body, but they're missing those other parts. And that's why they find so much success with what we're teaching from a regulation standpoint, because we do really increase that communication with the mind, the spirit, et cetera. So um, I just want to make that point really clear. And I want 
you to understand that that's where we're coming from and the logic of why we're coming from that space, okay? But let me explain it to you so that it makes a lot of sense. Because I think as I was explaining it to my clients um, in these interviews, it was like these light bulb moments were happening where they were like, oh, I get it now. Like, yeah, duh, of course, it makes sense, okay? So everything that we are doing from a brain training standpoint and a regulation standpoint at that healing feeling, I cannot speak to, you know, anyone claiming to be in the brain retraining space is resting upon the premise that our body is always fighting to be in homeostasis. Homeostasis, think about it as like an equilibrium. It's where everything in the body is equal, is at rest, is how it should be. Our temperatures are regulated. Like, let me give you an example. So if you are um, really hot, your body is going to start sweating to try to regulate your temperature and get you back to, what is it, like 98.6? Now for my UK listeners, I'm so sorry, but I just, I don't know how to convert to Celsius yet. Okay, right? So the body is constantly trying, and that's a really simple example, but trying to get you back at that resting point of homeostasis. Okay? So... When there is an insult to homeostasis in any capacity, the body is going to try the best it can to get back into homeostasis with the tools that it currently has. Now, I think the critical thing there is with the tools that it currently has, right? So not everyone has the same tools, especially when it comes to the nervous system. So some people might be way more equipped to get back into homeostasis than others, which is why symptoms present differently. But the point of this is that everyone's body is trying to do that. What am I doing by saying that? I'm showing you that your body is constantly working for you, not against you. And again, this is a really important, critical component of my curriculum and a total narrative shift or cognitive reframe. The body is working for you, not against you. If you can put everything you learn, all of your knowledge, build that and assimilate that into this understanding that the body is always working for you, it really and truly changes the game. You're looking at your body with a sense of compassion, adoration, um, and appreciation versus villainizing it. So much of the narrative right now is that your body is fighting itself. Your body is broken. All of these things. And when that is the narrative that you truly believe to be true, how can you ever, ever believe that your body is capable of healing or that your body even wants to heal? If you think that your body truly is fighting itself because it's broken and it doesn't even care, (laughs) it's not working for you, There's so much misalignment with what you believe and what you want that it's holding you back from healing. So this all rests upon the premise that your body is constantly fighting to get into homeostasis. What's interesting is what happens in homeostasis. When you're in homeostasis, your body is healed, right? So based off that logic, your body is constantly fighting to get into homeostasis. Homeostasis is healing. So your body is constantly fighting to heal. What we're doing when we're regulating the nervous system is getting out of our body's way, okay? So the premise here then is that our body is always trying to heal. It's always fighting to heal. And through regulating our nervous systems, we're getting out of our body's way. 
So absolutely, we believe that when we regulate and when we acquire those tools, because remember what I said, which is like, you know, we all have a different set of tools. Some have more than others. When we go through programs like what I teach in my membership or my group coaching, we are essentially acquiring more tools. That's what you're doing. You're coming to me and you're saying, okay, I'm willing to believe and get in alignment with the fact that my body is fighting to heal constantly. And I would like to get out of my own way and acquire more tools. Beautiful. So then when we are talking about what's actually happening from a physical standpoint, when you see these symptoms disappearing, we are actually talking about the body healing because we know that when our body gets into homeostasis, it does most of the healing work for us. So that kind of brings me to my next point. We, because we operate in a society that believes that the body is inherently broken and that we need so much outside of us to heal within, that we forget that our body has an infrastructure built already within our DNA to help us heal. And most of the work that needs to be done in order to heal is already being done when we acquire the tools to regulate our nervous system and we get out of our own way. But it is absolutely true healing. It's not like we're just like forgetting about the symptoms or distracting ourselves. Symptoms are very real. If you feel symptoms, they are real. I am absolutely not in the business of telling someone that they need to convince themselves that symptoms don't exist. I'm really, really, really not because that is Again, and you're going to see how we always go back to these principles that I build my curriculum on. We respect the body. We communicate well with the body. We operate with integrity. If our body is communicating to us, and by the way, it communicates with symptoms, right? It doesn't speak our language. The only way that it can communicate is with symptoms. If the body is communicating to us, we must treat that with respect. How would you respect someone who's talking to you? You would listen to them, right? You wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, like you're making that up, whatever. No, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm hearing you. I'm empathizing with you. I'm listening. What are you trying to tell me? How can I help you? And that's what we're doing with, you know, the symptoms in our body. So we know that our symptoms are, is our body communicating with us. So we're listening to that. We know that they're very real and they're indicative of something going on. And it's telling us, hey, you, (laughs) you know, person who is the conscious mind, help me, help me. Let's start regulating. Give me some tools so that I can get back into homeostasis. So on a very basic level, what do those tools look like? I mean, on a very basic level, we have to start by getting into parasympathetic, right? Rest and digest. Because the body can't fight for homeostasis unless it's in parasympathetic. Do you see the connection here and why this is so important? And so that's why there's such a huge focus on regulating because it's like, there are a million things and a million ways, more than a million that you could get to healing. And I say this every podcast, there's not one way, there's a million, okay? Because there is no like right and wrong. There are so many different ways that we can get to healing, but none of those work if we're not in parasympathetic. So ultimately, let's do things in chronological order, right? Let's do things so that they're effective. Let's be intelligent. Let's start by regulating. So symptoms arise. The body says, I'm communicating to you that something is wrong. Okay, I respect you. I know that you are trying to allow me to give you the tools to get back into homeostasis and ultimately heal. I know that I can only allow you to do that if I'm in parasympathetic. 
Therefore, I must start to regulate. Okay. So that is why we put such an emphasis on acquiring tools that are going to help you regulate and get out of your own way. What does getting out of your own way mean? It means stopping the inner chatter, stopping the inner critic, the voice inside that's spiraling, the primal instinct that's keeping you in a hypervigilant state and learning how to re-regulate so you can go back to that beautiful wave of sympathetic, parasympathetic, right? And in parasympathetic, your body says, ah, thank you. Now I can start to fight to get back into homeostasis. And then we can allow our body the opportunity to start to do what it does best, which is get into homeostasis and heal. Again, this only works if you believe that your body is always working for you. If you believe and reframe symptoms as your body's way of communicating. And if you understand that you must be regulated in order for your body to do what it does best. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need any other tools. I'm not saying that, you know, the food you eat, you know, the air you breathe, the water you drink and all of that, like doesn't matter because that would be a lie. You know, we are the culmination of all of the, all of our consumption, whether it be information or, um, food or whatever, right? So those things do matter. But I do believe, and this is why I'm such an advocate of being a self-healer, that the majority of the work is actually done internally because we are, you know, we are descendants of survivors. Like we have evolved and survived so long on different diets, different lifestyles, different ways of consuming. So our DNA is built with the infrastructure to support our survival and our healing. So most of that is encoded into our DNA and done without us even thinking about it. We don't know how, you know, the intricacies of the mind and body work, but we're learning, right? And we can allow it to do what it does best by getting into that space and trusting in that process. But the trust and and the understanding has to come first, which is why I feel like this podcast and just like giving you a lot of clarity on this is so important, okay? So we have this understanding and this trust, this relationship with our body. You see how I'm describing to you that we're increasing our communication. And I said this at the beginning of the podcast, that increasing your communication with your unconscious mind and your conscious mind, ultimately, you know, your unconscious controlling your nervous system is so important. And understanding that that's what you're doing is so important and treating that communication with respect and integrity is so important. And understanding that your body is not broken is so important. There are so many things here that are such prerequisites to this work being successful and also to this journey being inspiring. Because like we're not, we don't want this to be arduous. We don't want this to be um, draining. We want this to be inspiring and healing. And again, you can see how we're not just healing the physical body, but we're healing the spiritual and the the mental alongside, aren't we? Because as we're doing this and we're trusting our body and we're trusting in the universe or trusting in our DNA, we're trusting in the ability for everything to fight, to heal, for all life to always be moving forward. We are healing on multiple levels and multiple dimensions. And it's in this way that we see these radical jumps and shifts of wow, whoa, quantum leap. That's what I, I always say. Um, that my group coaching is just 100% a quantum leap. And this is why, because we touch on it so well. Um, But obviously I want this to be able to reach people who are not yet in the program and, and, and help people who are doing the work to become more effective. 
So based off of everything that I've described, we are actually really healing. We absolutely are not trying to pretend like our symptoms don't exist or trying to forget about them or trying to trick ourselves. That is absolutely in contradiction with everything that I teach. And again, I can't speak to, you know, I'd actually love to have a conversation because I love to hear different opinions and different um, modalities and different ways of thinking. But again, this is sort of as, as my curriculum is, you know, it's written by me. It's based off of um, my studies and my experience. And so this is very much in alignment with absolutely everything that, you know, we're pouring into here, that healing feeling. And it's what's working so well for us and why my clients are being successful. And I think like truly this one point perhaps is the biggest reason why my clients do find so much success. And I really feel like this is the thing that sets us apart. It's that we're building on a foundation of this integrity and trust and strengthening of communication as the most important part of what we teach. And everything assimilates into that. That is our framework, as we call in neuro-linguistic programming of the world. That is our internal world, our internal map. That is our belief system and structure. And when everything assimilates into that, healing expedites. That's what we see. That's what we've seen within that healing feeling. And so while there's more than one way to find healing, this seems to be highly effective, right? So it's why I I think it's important to have the conversation. Here's the other thing though, and I think this is another important point for anyone who's done any type of brain retraining. Brain retraining, what is it actually doing, right? So we talk about these neural pathways. The first time you have a migraine, the brain associates whatever triggered the migraine as a trigger to the pain. The second time you have a migraine, the brain associates that trigger to the pain. The third time you have a migraine, the brain associates that trigger to the pain, and so on and so forth. This keeps happening. What's happening inside? A neural pathway is being formed. Because the brain is so effective, efficient, all the above in beautiful things, (laughs) it wants to be quick. It wants to skip steps and memorize so that you can become, so that you can create more room in your life to learn. So if one trigger is constantly causing the sensation of pain over and over again, There's no need to continue to think about that, to take up space in the brain. It's just going to make that a memorized pathway. So now we memorize without the power of thought. It's just purely memorized that this trigger will always trigger a migraine, period. And every single time we see that trigger, regardless of what's going on from a physiological standpoint, we will have a migraine. And not only will we have a migraine, but that migraine will become more and more intense over time. Why? Because our brain is efficient. It wants to be fast at giving us this warning signal because it's a computer, right? And it's smart. (laughs) Um, So that's a really oversimplified way of, of kind of describing a neural pathway, right? So what we're doing when we brain train is we're saying, okay, we understand that this is happening in the brain. Whatever your chronic sensation is, whether it's bloating or migraine or back pain or um, just a sense of, you know, anxiety, whatever the sensation is, it's irrelevant to me what the sensation is, but it's an unwanted sensation is the criteria, right? So whatever it is, that pathway is really strong when it's chronic and it's memorized. I have no idea what's happening on a physical level in your body 
when this pathway is so strong because the body doesn't, the mind is, isn't caring anymore what's happening with the trigger. It's memorized the pathway. So the pathway is going to continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger, regardless of whether or not you've healed. So you might be doing all this functional medicine work or, you know, doing all of this spiritual release or whatever it is you're doing. And you're still feeling this sensation. And you say to me, as every client does, Faith, I've tried everything. And I feel like this is my last straw. You know, I've read all your your client testimonies. People are really healing. And I just, I just want to be done with it. It's been 10 years, whatever. So I say to you, great, let's, let's strip it back and talk about, you know, all the things I'm teaching you here. First, we need to retrain the brain to see what's actually going on in the body because perhaps all that work you've done really has had a significant impact. And maybe physiologically, you are way more healed than you know. But of course, you can't realize that because that neural pathway is so strong. And this is a huge, you know, and I would say like there, there are two reasons why my programs offer such significant results. The first being the whole spiel <laughs> that I gave you in terms of how we build our foundation, the foundation of our curriculum. But the second part being most of my clients have done a shit ton of work. And actually that work is not in vain. Like if you've been working, I want you to realize that that has made an impact. You might not feel it, because of what's going on in the brain, right? But it doesn't mean that it hasn't impacted you. It doesn't mean that you haven't realized healing from a physiological standpoint. So my clients will see these huge results because what we've done is we've retrained that pathway. So we've essentially broken it, right? Manually broken it and said, hey, this trigger is not dangerous. We don't, we don't need to send a warning signal of pain anymore. Everything is okay. And that's where the word safety comes in. And you'll, you'll see me talk about it a lot in my podcast, my social media, and we introduce safety and we create a new pathway. This pathway is that that trigger is actually safe. What does that do? It turns off pain signals. When we do that, my clients will see a huge, if not complete elimination of symptoms. What's actually happening is that because they've retrained that pathway, they were able to realize the work that they had done had actually worked for them. The 10, 15, 20 years, whatever, however long you've been, you know, dipping your feet in so many modalities, that actually worked for you. To what degree, I don't know. We can't know unless you actually do the training. But you see, you can't realize the significance and the impact of the work you're doing if your brain is set in its ways and it's memorized that this is not safe. And so that is really the second rebuttal I would have to that question or the second sort of um, bread and butter to why you do truly heal. Because like, again, the body has always been fighting to heal and you needed to increase that communication between the mind and the body. So by introducing safety and communicating more effectively with your body, you were able to then listen to your body who's not sending you symptoms anymore, right? So that is increasing that communication. And now you're able to hear that things are okay. And the pathway of safety and being okay becomes stronger and stronger and the trigger goes away, okay? So I think that these are two really important points that I want to get across. If you are working through the brain training, 
in any capacity. Like I said, you know, I've got my my group coaching or my membership. If you're doing either of those programs and you didn't have this understanding, I really hope that you're able to internalize this and and really think about what this means to you. Perhaps you can do some journaling or just like some reflection on this and really make sure that you internalize it because if you can internalize this and really actually restructure your beliefs, then it's going to make a huge impact on the work that you're doing. And we're in the business of making sure that you aren't wasting your time. We don't want you to waste your time. We want you to be efficient. We want you to be effective. We want your work to to start working for you. Um, Because if it does start working for you, then you will be able to um, heal much faster, right? The, the, The first time you collect that internal evidence that it is working, that's what's going to set off the cascade effect of things working for you so much faster. So I hope that this was helpful. Of course, you know where to find me um, on social media if you have questions regarding the podcast. Also would love for you to share this on social media if you feel like it was helpful or you had like those light bulb moments of, wow, I get it now. Or like, this makes sense to me. Um, But DM me if you have questions. I'll link my membership in the show notes. My membership is such a good way to get daily brain training. I basically have a really robust platform where you click a button and it syncs brain training to your calendar every single day. So you've got that accountability and reminder, um, as well as you know, live hot seat coaching with me, webinars with me, EFT tapping, phobia release, hypnosis, all of this. And it's a, you know, low ticket offer and just something to hold you accountable to make sure that you're always doing the work. So I'll link that below. I don't talk about the membership a lot. I think I've put a lot of focus on my group coaching, but the membership is huge. We have hundreds and hundreds of people from all over the world, um, you know, consistently doing the work every day. And it's a beautiful community of healers. Um, We call this the self-healing sanctuary. So I'd love to see you there. If you haven't taken a look, make sure to look at that in the show notes. Make sure to share on social media um, and shoot me a DM. If you have any questions at all about brain training, I love your questions. They enable me to make podcasts that really address, um, you know, the questions going on in people's minds. And when I do that, people are able to be more effective with their brain training and heal. And my goal is to help as many people as possible become their own healers, feel empowered um, in their ability to heal and regain that trust in their body. So um, you asking me questions and being part of the community is helping me do that. So I just want to thank you for, for being here and for listening in. And with that, I hope you have the best day ever, you guys. Um, I'm going to hop over to the kitchen and make some lunch because your girl is hungry and pregnant. (laughs) All right. Love you so much. Have the best day. 